What's up, everyone? This is Go Long with Don and Monas, part of the GoLongTD.com network. Coming at you live from Fatty Beer Company, Man. North Buffalo Road in Orchard Park. It's always good when we get together like this, too. I know, and it's like, I almost forget that, you know, it's there's football tonight, too. You know, it's a Thursday. We're recording this on a Thursday. And you said it earlier. It's like, hey, there's football tonight. I'm like, yeah, it's... Let's get it going again. You know, it's, it's time. And what better place to kick it off than Fatty Deer? It's what Baker Mayfield would want, right? This oh, is what Baker. Well, that's, what, that's what I said to you right away. I was like, yeah, I was like, can you believe that Mayfield might actually start? I'm like, is it possible? Like, is this really possible that this – I, you know, it made me turn the TV off the other day in a frustrated way because I don't usually watch sometimes the – somehow I caught Schefter reporting that McVay was able to get Mayfield the playbook so he could watch it on his flight out to, to L.A. But you also saw the report that Sean Watson has made progress in terms of there, assaulting women. There we, he's made progress in that department. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the report. This is the stuff I can't take. But what I can't believe, like, but is it possible? Yeah. Yeah. It's probably possible. It's all, the, it's all about verbiage. You could put together enough, you know, relate it for that game. Yeah. You would have to get so creative if, if me, but, but for Mayfield, I mean, the Rams are an abomination. They, they're, they're, they're not good. I'm going to tell you what, they're not good on defense. They're really bad on defense. I looked into this game tonight because the Raiders are actually playing pretty well right now. Uh, the Raiders aren't good on defense either. And I like some of their player. I love that uh, Max Crosby. Um, yeah. If you don't ever get a chance to see the Raiders play, Beast. he is he is like a, one of the most dominant football players that doesn't get talked about right. in our league. Um, Unbelievable every, story, overcoming the alcoholism and the mental health, everything. Yeah, and you can you can think about how much how much he appreciates you know what he has right now because of how hard and what he went through, how hard he worked. But um, yeah, this it's this Rams game is just. Strange yeah. thing. Strange. Well, let me. I, yeah. I don't want to misquote myself. I gotta pull up the uh, the tweet that really got all you know, eighty two nationwide Rams fans worked up. I was really shocked that there were this many Rams fans in the world. I didn't know they had it had actual fans, Jim. I was pr- pretty surprised. That's the, that's the word on the street, right? They don't have an advantage at home. Right. Everybody else Rams, is going. Chargers. It's just a party. All right. And this is something we've talked about. On this podcast, quite a bit. I said, wild how one play changes everything. If Jaquiski Tart catches that punt of an interception in the NFC Championship game, we probably view the Stafford trade as a total disaster for the Rams. Remember, they also gave up two first-rounders and a third. Jared Goff is the better quarterback right now, in addition to all the picks. A banged-up Stafford who is throwing picks. and Look, you knew he was injury-prone, too. You can't take a Super Bowl away. I get it. You, I will give you a couple things credit on. And there was nothing wrong with your statement at all. It was accurate. Um, I wasn't a fan of what the Rams did, but did get them a Super Bowl ring. They did. As far as I just don't understand. I sh- let me say I wasn't a fan of it. You just have to make sure everybody was on board, the owner included, because now here's the result. Would you have all offseason? Everybody talking about retirement. McVay going to announce Donald, talking back into playing. Like, Writing was on the wall. Beckham, that injury was real. He's not coming back. But, you know, so the breakup was happening. Jalen Ramsey, that's every week you're seeing him get beat. You know, so and you look at their rankings. I did, they're not very good on defense. So it's not just the quarterback position. But golf is playing really well, and we'll get into that. But 
the that tart pick what's so funny is I, i'm the one that constantly you know the gambling part of me thinks about it the part that i didn't think stafford really was the answer um i, I just amazing how we just don't talk about that play i know well I, like my main point there but, is but it just goes to say, say yeah how it just changes history one play one changes moment, history. and it happens all of the time it changes history it absolutely does it completely changes it's the history. same thing as the santonio holmes catch in that super bowl yeah which is one to me doesn't get talked about maybe enough like, it doesn't you're right it's the most us. ridiculous throw and catch that you can like if he doesn't make that play where does their history you know it, so one there are one certain plays that can change history i don't know what sean McVay does next but it sure seems like the nfl has him figured out is that is that strong I mean, we've looked at him as this innovative genius Nick's, with his own coaching tree. Mix the talent right yeah, now. It's is, probably a little strong, but right. I I'm it's a mix because, the, okay, gosh, and this I, there's nothing worse than weather and injuries as an excuse, right? It's just everybody has it. It's part of the game, so you can't use that for Stafford this year. But you can't. It is the quarterback position. Blah blah blah. There was problems though before that. I was going to say right? even when he was out. Exactly. There, there were. The talent level didn't look the same. You lose the, the offensive line didn't look right. The running game looked really strange. No consistency in and out, backs, fumbles, mm-hmm. receivers. Obviously, Cup is the man, but after that, who, who's making plays? So their talent level, yeah, the, their Simon talent, and the, then we talked about Ramsey. I don't see it with him anymore. I see he's struggling in coverage. His, his quickness isn't there. I mean, he's really losing. Never was great because he's a taller corner, but he's losing space and not recovering like he was. So I'm seeing I'm seeing that stuff with their third team. Like, man, but that's all in. You can go all in, hit, and you're out for life. Trust me, that's a gant look. <laughs> it's always worth it. If you get the Super Bowl, Part, nothing else listen, matters. But here's the thing. Here in Buffalo, they Here, do it 100 out of 100 times. Okay, the key point of what I said on all in, hit big, I'm out. Key is, they didn't go out. They came back. McVay didn't go in announcing. Aaron Donald didn't retire. So when you go all in and hit, you stay at that table and keep playing, you're going to probably lose. <laughs> so you, when you go all in and hit, walk away. Take it from a gambler. That was pretty. I mean, I, th- I think there's. Smooth. I think there's some. Smooth. I mean, it's a pretty natural transition right there. It gets right. no simpler. Yeah, I, I usually, uh, you know, I miss a bet and and then I leave and have my tail between my legs and wonder why I did it in the first place. No question. Don't gamble. No All right. All right. Um, what are you drinking, Jim? Here. So today we went with a hazy IPA, New England style. I'm in it for some reason. I'm in a New England. I don't know if it's the weather. It's not like crazy cold right now, but it's that fall like. It's working. The, the weather, the football, this is a good beer. I like it. Hazy IPA, New England. I'm sticking with the uh, the Christmas ales. Have a little flannel lined everything. A 6.3%er from Beer Tree Brew in Johnson City, New York. So, My favorite part about Fatty is the, all the locations of the beers. The quality and the locations. It's like bringing a whole new, like, you know, if you're into the beer scene, which you've put me on to a little it's fun to see all the different, you know, right. the styles and regions. Nick Fatty, Chris Cesare, make sure you follow Fatty on Instagram uh, for their videos, all their updates, and hey, calendar. still get an advent calendar. <laughs> We're a week, what, eight nine days into December, so you just have, you know, there's no rules. Just have to catch up. A no rules, bit, right? Maybe just have yourself, uh, you know, watch a little ba- Baker Mayfield and throw back. That's it. Eight beers. That's it. And you're all caught up. 
<laughs> I love it. When well, now they're all in. Now they're all in that they acquired Baker. <laughs> you know, we don't talk. Well, I guess but we do actually talk oh. about the takes that maybe we swung and missed on. Oh, I do. That's I do. one where I was. Look, there are a ton of other factors around Baker Mayfield. There always are. I really did think that he would still succeed in Carolina, in wherever his second chance was, because of all the other stuff that he has when it comes well, to being a leader and being a quarterback. And he just was not good. Yeah, the leader part was not. There may be something there. Um, the other part of that statement was great that we both talked about before the season with Carolina was McCaffrey. He's now playing for San Fran. So that whole take just got blown up in a lot of ways. No, in a lot of ways. That's one of those yeah. swing and miss. Hey, good good job by the pitcher. People I mean, strike Matt out. Rule, <laughs> You're going to have to do. Matt Rule. I heard yeah. a great, I, I was, you know, I listened to Dan Levitar a lot, and uh, they they were talking about Matt Rule was hired by Nebraska. And Levitar, did, it was almost like that was the first time he had heard about it after the weekend was over. <laughs> he was paying attention to the NFL. He was like, oh, you know, his reaction was like, really? Not Matt Rule. Like, it's too soon. Like, it's just too soon. <laughs> you need a year to just, like, from collect him. yourself. But I thought it was so true. Like, that whole Carolina thing just was like Mayfield, Rule, McCaffrey. It's, like, blown up. Yeah, was- I do I do respect what uh, Wilkes has done there, to be honest with you, though. He, he's made changes on the coaching staff. They're playing much better on both sides of the ball. Darnold, I've talked about that. I told you I thought Darnold was actually better than Mayfield, but – Donald's problems are always going to be his problems. The tur- you can't win with a guy that's going to turn the ball over until that changes for him. But bottom line is, Wilkes is doing a pretty good job in a in a just a miserable situation. I don't, you know, I don't think our listeners want to hear us talk about the Carolina. I know, I'm sorry, I did was here. Real quick, I mean, you look at the masthead, the front office, the names, Fitter, Dan Morgan, down. It seems like they have smart football people. From my experiences, uh, yeah, I'd say yes with Scott, but yeah. It's just it, that, that that's what makes it so hard. I can't imagine being like in personnel, being a scout, being a GM, think, and you know football. But like you're one of the smartest football people I know, and you're no, stuck here with me. Well, just it'd be frustrating but, if you're in that Carolina front office and you're just seeing. But always bring it, it back. Just always bring it back when you're talking about any team. Talk about the Big Four. Is the owner in place? Okay, Tepper. I don't know what, how involved he is. Hmm. We don't know, right? Because he's involved in a lot. I mean, he's ready to spend the money, but how involved is he? Spending money is one thing. That's, but it's about spending money on the players. Yeah. Stay away. Head coach, GM, quarterback. Carolina's not close. <laughs> they really aren't. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So. All right. All right. Sorry. Oh, there we go. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. You had to put up with the Rams and Panthers talk here. We went. That went on. I know. That's how you really gain traction I'm on the podcast. A lot of Rams talk. Fatty, a lot of Panthers I'm blaming Fatty Beard. Fatty Beard got his call. Okay. Yeah, we'll blame the beer, as always. We want to talk about Von Miller. We want to talk about the Detroit playoff-bound Lions. Let's stick to those. Per my co-host. Let's stick to that. Maybe we touch on a little Matthew Judon with the story Friday morning. And, I don't know, anything else you want to get into? Judon is, no, that's good. I like that right now. Let's start with Von Miller. Because, yes, it's... A colossal blow to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. They were a it's team real. That's a real one. banging on the Super Bowl door. You're 13 seconds away from the AFC Championship game. Oh, by the way, you would have hosted that AFC Championship game if you make Patrick Mahomes sweat. I mean, two playoff losses in a row to Mahomes, and he, he didn't really break a sweat back there, despite all of the first-round picks, the second-round picks, 
the draft capital. So they pay up a ton of money for Von Miller, mind you, a lot of money for, you know, it's a, it's a six-year contract that can really be a three-year contract, e- even if it is three-year for, what was the money? Like 50-some mil. Which everybody was talking about, right? Yeah. Once again, how could you pay him that kind of get up here? But that, that, but that, that being was a said, player that right. is supposed to close the and, gap, and he was. And he, I was just going to say, thing. that's he, what's so hard. He was about. delivering. I mean, the, the Chiefs win. He's the reason they won. He ended. So injuries are just, it's the almost, you know, it's it's really the equalizer in football. When I say equalizer, it's just so unpredictable that you can't ever, there is no such thing as a sure thing. And your investment, your your evaluation on Vaughn, the impact he could have on your defense, the money you paid on him was about to show up in the playoffs when you're going against Burrow and Mahomes <laughs> because that's the only way you're going to beat them is when they're double and triple teaming Von Miller because they have to get that pe- – you know what I'm saying? Yes. So this is a real – to me, this is an impact thing. Yeah. Let me just uh, you know pull up the cap numbers here on the, on the Bills just to kind of – this gives you a sense of the Super Bowl window, right? So one second here. No, but I like so this is their talking. this yeah. is their cap for 2024, um, and remember it at that point. Josh Allen will be 28, Stephon Diggs 31, Von Miller 35. Diggs is like Diggs is so ready to win a Super Bowl right Dan now. Dan Dawkins yes. 30, Trey White 29, Milano 30, Mitch Morris 32. But, uh, this team plays like they are ready to win a Super Bowl. So the numbers for those: Josh Allen will be 41 point. Eight yeah, mil. That's cheap. Stephon Diggs, 26.5. Von cheap. Miller, 21.5. Trey White, 15.8. Deion Dawkins, 15.3. They're paying the right Dawson Knox, 14. They are. They're paying Matt the right Matt 13. Listen, they are. Morris, that's one of the most impressive things I've heard. I don't pay attention to that. That's impressive. Well done, Brandon Bean. That's how you. Those are pretty high numbers. I'm just saying. Fair like, enough. I wouldn't argue about any of them. The window is now. But, but Von Miller is the player no, that's their evaluations. They're that this is their this is their this not all in, but this is how they set it up. We have set it up this way. We are paying the guys we believe in that can win us the Super Bowl. Boom, done. Starts with Josh. Everybody else to me makes sense. I wouldn't argue about any of those prices. Concern level. Yeah, no, that's concern. Bonds, Bonds real. That's real. It's the only way you're beating Burrow and Mahomes. It's the only way you're beating those two. You got to get to them. Or Lamar. Or Tua. Or Tua. Or no. Herbert. Or Herbert. All of them. Yeah. I mean, he he, he he's proven, obviously, Super Bowl MVP. It's why they did it. It's why they did it. You can't say, it's, an you can't say it's not impactful. Yeah. It's why they paid him that money. And, and it was for this season. Russo. Yeah, he'll he's good. They're good. They're, they're actually all they're given everything. Those guys play. They give you everything. They're they're tough, hard playing football players that have skill. Like they all bring a skill set. None of them are Vaughn. It's not their fault. There are very few that are. There's nobody that's Vaughn. I guess I'm getting at is there is there another look, look, uh, Shaq Lawson too. Shaq Lawson. Shaq Lawson's, Shaq Lawson's playing, right. and he's well, another Wait, guy no, tough really playing good. hard. Um. No, I, I I guess my when the deal went down, it was celebrated. You know, you had, and I agree. Like especially after we started seeing Von Miller play, and when I saw it, was I, like, thought, I just shook my head again. I was like, "That's another home run!" Like, because I thought he was almost to the point. I didn't realize he's Vaughn old. Could, he has an injury history. Exactly, it's a lot of money. 
I, I he was playing any regret. More, any he was regret. playing more reps than I. We I think we even talked about that early. He was playing more than I even thought they were going to play. The plan had the plan was to get into the playoffs for sure. Right. I mean, they had a plan in place. It doesn't matter with injuries. And it's all about January and February for it. Buffalo Bills. It's all side of event. I can't even really fault the Bills. No, for no, 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 In a no, snap count no, because it, no. it became pretty clear can't ever that they him. that they needed him in the regular season. No uh, question. Going in, I thought like you know, hell, give him twenty five mm-hmm. snaps a game because it's about the playoffs. No, and, they, he you was know, revisionist fine. history. Like maybe you should have like put him on a. Hey, Mm-hmm. Have him post up at Barbell eating chicken wings until mm-hmm. December. Mm-hmm. But they needed him. No, I liked it. They needed him. No, and I liked the way he was the playing. Needed him. And he was playing really well. And he was playing really well, too. It wasn't forced. So it's hard to it wasn't fault forced. the team for his work. No way. He wanted to play. He was playing He was playing so well. going to play a very rich player who is not going to be on the field for you when you need him in January with this window, with all those contracts I just laid out, with Josh Allen, who, by the way, is dealing with the UCL thing. It's a big injury. It's huge, and I, it's going to be tough to overcome. No, I think that's they're, they're going to have to, you know, win a high-scoring yeah. game against a Burrow and a Mahomes. Now, like, yeah. I don't think you're going to Possibly. steal those two possessions that he was going to steal you. It that. hurts. You have to. You also have to take it back to you didn't have him last year, and you. Were, <laughs> I hate to go back to the and it showed. Like it showed. Fair enough. Fair enough. But. Bill's apologist, Jim Moe. No, I still, I, you're still okay. You still have Josh Allen. You still have Diggs. I'm good. Yeah, I'm just uh, trying to push your buttons. No, I'm still okay with my Bills. Also, <laughs> there's other reasons. There are other reasons I want them to win the Super Bowl. There's always other reasons. But no, that, I, I will separate my, what I gamble on and what I believe as an evaluator. I do really like what Brandon Bean and Sean have done as an organization for this, for the Pagoulas. Seriously, the Bagulas deserve. It's why they bought the Bills to have this for the city of Buffalo. I was lucky enough to be a part of when they took that team over. Mm-hmm. They have done it the right way. They've done. They have the four. Yeah, Terry. They, they Terry and Kim. Terry the, will spend the money. They're out of it. Let go ahead, Brandon Sean. They're tied together. Franchise quarterback. That's all four. And they're fighting a team, Kansas City, that has all four too. I do think that there's a value, and we we've talked about this. In the past, probably one of our earlier podcasts when we're getting into the New Orleans Saints, yeah, and how they were how just we were, banging at that Super Bowl door, yeah. and you think about those we, excruciating losses. It, oh, the, it's just you know, the Minneapolis Miracle and the Cal They, Roby they can't get it. Just the Kirk Cousins. They, look where and look where they are. Like, look where they are. I'm just saying that I think that there is. Like, they were able to, you know, keep oh, coming back. to keep coming back. Well, they guess, kept, yeah, but, come back to that moment. I think that that there is an inherent um, resiliency to the Bills. Oh, they're going to be. They, no question. You know, they've got some nothing's veterans gonna, on that team now that have been stop. through some shit. No doubt. They have. You know, from Josh Allen to Taiwan Jones on special teams. Hide, You've got guys who have been through it. Hide, hide. You know, these guys are, they've, they've been through some stuff. They, and like you said, every team has injuries. Everybody has injuries. But they've got some injuries. These are real. No, these are real. These are real. These are real. Trey White's working back from his ACL. I want to, you know, that's the next guy I'm going to. I was going to give it a week or two. Yeah. I want to, I'm going to do a little evaluation on him to see where, how he looks movement wise and how productive he looks. Um, I think really the only injury that would be, I mean, Josh Allen, obviously, but outside of Josh Allen, the only injury that would be insurmountable to overcome would be Stephon Diggs because, oh, that's a well said. Hasn't taken the step that they thought he would take. He's, he is, you know what? 
well said too. Agree with you on both points. Diggs is playing like yeah. he's he's MVP caliber type player right now. I, I mean, Von Miller's probably right there, but no, I, he's I, up there, but I think they Diggs, can still win without Von Miller. They, if if Diggs, Diggs were to go down, but it's also that it's that junkyard dog mentality right now. It's every play. Yeah, and he, I almost he's I feel like he can, he's probably telling guys when he's running. Like I've always there are receivers <laughs> that when they, when basketball players are in the zone, they're not stopping them. Receivers know when I you can't cover me. Like I will be open. The quarterback that I have will be getting me the ball. Diggs and Josh Allen, that Burrow chase, all that stuff we talked about. It's so I love that you just said that about Diggs. And the other part of that, Gabe Davis, he's a good receiver. I don't know if there's which is a good thing. Where he was drafted and where his how he's used in that offense, I think it's a it's still a very good value. Definitely. Yes. Obviously they should be targeting Isaiah McKenzie twenty well, times a game. Once again, we, we know we're fans of him. And guess what? It's a long season. You have the playbook. Yeah, there's there's more to come in the playoffs. Hey, when you throw in the ball, he usually catches it, and he usually makes big play, and he's coming off of a big game. So, yeah, you know, it, it, you look at that box score against New England, and Diggs, I forget whatever it was, he had like 90-some yards. It, it didn't, didn't do it justice. If you watch that game with your own eyeballs, he was demoralizing New England's defense. Like It was amazing. Big third downs. You know what's coming. Can't that was, stop it. He makes the play. It's, it's can't always go back to basketball. It's just that it is it's over. But let's go right quick with the Jets game this week. Yeah. This is going to be fun to watch because this defense for the Jets is so for real. Like, this is, to be honest, I don't want to go crazy on this. It's Super Bowl caliber defense. Their defense. They're oh. nasty with talent. We're not talking about it. But they hit all the. Quinn Williams. Go, how about Stunt. let me go right behind him, CJ Williams. I mean CJ Mosley. What watch how, Mosley how play more let these guys lead the That one I don't get. CJ Mosley, Matthew Judon, and, Darius and, and well, I guess the junkyard dog players. mentality. The whole yeah. defense has it, just like the coach instilled. It's there. Like they play that way. They are playing at that. When I say that, they're playing at that level where Mike White. You're gonna see. I mean, it's. Mike White he gives experience. them. He gives them. He does give them chances. I mean, he's gonna take. He's gonna make some throws. Yeah. It could go right to the Bills. It might not. He's gonna take chances. They do have playmakers, so that's the wild card. The turnovers, obviously, to me, that's it for every game. But Mike White, you know, if he's gonna take chances, the Bills usually make you pay for that. I think the Bills. The Bills win, can confuse you. The Jets did beat the Bills with Zach freaking you, Wilson as their quarterback. When you have so, a defense, the Bills are gonna have to show up. Like, yeah. defense, this defense is real for the Jets. If the Bills carve them up, if the Bills carve the Jets up offense defense, that would be – that's like an eye-opener that they're they're separating themselves again. Can I throw an A? Yeah, I like it. You know, if the Bills fans listening out there are looking for a sign of hope, if they're drowning in their volunteers, James Cook. I feel like James Cook could play – a major factor down the stretch. He had 20 touches last week. You know, you've got three, four months now in this offense, knowing the playbook. There's just a, a dynamic threat that he poses that if Devin Singletary's solid, what you see is what you get. Man, Cook could take this. Because they need something other than Diggs. You need, Who you I need saw, something that's okay, going to pop. This led me, it this could is be good. James Cook. I'm Who all in. Same, and you could tell they're – his role 
is expanding. Just like a, a freshman, like in college basketball, that yeah. once conference tournament time yeah. is around, yeah. that freshman's kind of growing. That That's what Cook is doing. The other guy, Hines. Well, I don't even know where he is. I, I'm confused. But I thought I saw – I thought there was some – there was some more yeah. – a little more – he was showing up a little more last game. Like, okay, maybe they're trying to figure this out. I thought it was going to be more, like we talked about it before, but more impactful than it has been. But to your point, that could be the wild card, the hunt, the, those two, yeah. when the Bills figure out their role maybe, because they those guys are home run there. Are you going to pick the Jets this week? You're, you're well, feeling New York no, Jets. Oh, that line. Jim's Jets. I do like that team. That quarterback situation is wolf, wolf. But – Man, it's Mike White does give him. I'm telling you, Zach Wilson didn't even throw the ball down the field. So this guy at least takes because these guys are talented. Garrett Wilson is going to be a problem. He's so good. Davis is so good. What he is, he's not dominant, but perfect in their role. Elijah Moore, weapon. He's a nightmare matchup. Like Elijah Moore wanted out of New York because they weren't the season because that, he knew these he guys. Listen, these, you can't fool guys on quarterbacks. No, when they know they they're done. That's when you start hearing that stuff. Hey, remember my first conversation with Sammy Watkins? He knew. Bye. He was bye bye. You know, it wasn't anything personal. No. He probably liked Tyrod and EJ as as human beings, but when you are this freak out of Clemson and throwing the ball downfield is it's, an issue. Yeah. No, I just this is Bill's game is going to be. Boy, I had Sammy flashbacks this week, Jim. Some good moments. For last week, well, just with, um, you know, Raheem Mostert, bless his heart, amazing story, great getting to know him, all of it, we, like we talked about last week, his, his story is unbelievable, and I, I knew him back in the Bleacher Report days, but it's just, it happens, I mean, Nikhil Roby Coleman, head of that, that Super Bowl, it happens so many times where a player is honest and shares his honesty, then he reads his honesty, and I didn't say it. Get, gets a bunch of tweets, gets a bunch of backlash, and, and immediately has to take to Twitter themselves. Yeah. To, you know, like who gives a flying pe- There like, was nothing. nothing who cares what there people was, say on Twitter? There was who nothing. cares? It's not real life. No, there was nothing. Because all NFL players are listening to this podcast, of course. Like, don't care. Who, who, like, do not give a shit what people think. It's not real life. It's not. It's okay. Human beings talking to human beings, being honest. That's what the. Because you know why, why I get worked up, Jim? The fans, the tax-paying citizens of this country that pour their hard-earned money into the NFL, they deserve a real representation of this league. They deserve real stories, real conversations. No this is how players really think. This is what coaches really They don't want sanitized, Purell, just bullshit. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that cliches and dribble real. Like this is because it's a game. We're not talking about nuclear codes. It's a couple guys who played for the Niners who now play for the Dolphins going to play the Niners. They're keeping it real. They're being honest. This is how they feel. If everybody out there in San Francisco has a problem with it, you know, too bad. There was no insult. There was nothing. Because he can sling it. And you know what? And Sammy, I brought up Sammy. The hilarious part of that is, oh my God. We talked about what happened after that story on this podcast. I don't know if we did. So you're, I mean, you're 
Yeah. Director of personnel. We really hadn't really met No. It was early on in the beat. Not early. Mm-mm. And it was the first time I chatted with Sammy Watkins, what, whatever it was, two, three weeks into the 2015 season. And he de- says, I need the ball 10 times a game. You're making me look bad. You're making yourself look bad. Talking about Doug Whaley and the Bills. Like, I need the ball. Um, they, he, you know, he went out. He went out. And the whole 10 times targets a game. That was the big thing, right? Just targeting. Because it was – the stat was out there. And so I on the story. He wasn't – I mean, he wasn't the only one, just so he knows someday, because he listens too. The, <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of people that wanted him to get the ball. Yeah. Like, not just him. So he's obviously upset that, you know, it's clearly on the record. I mean, we're having a conversation. It's, you know, first time I even met him. Uh, the next day in the locker room, I remember going up to him to talk to him about it. And uh, <laughs> the good Chris Jenkins, who is a fantastic PR person in the business. Best, best. You know, and I come from a side of the equation where people usually, like, have bad things to say about PR. Chris is as good as it gets. He gets these players. He works with the media. He's awesome. Chris, good dude. I'll never forget. He like he, he had Sammy, and like he like he looked at me like just shook his head. He's like, yeah, today's not the day to talk to it's Sammy. <laughs> so they left. And Marcus Easley is another right oh, receiver really, yeah. in there. He's like, where's he at, Sammy? Point him out. Point him out. And uh, so it was. I'm like, I'm a, I'm right here, Marcus. You want to talk about it? I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking. Well, what happened after that, Jim? Sammy's. Well, I think he had another injury. But when he came back from that injury after a week or two, he starts getting the ball. He starts making plays. Statistically, that's the best season of his career. I remember talking to him after the fact. He's like, man, I'm glad I spoke up. I started getting the ball. Things opened up. It's funny. It seems – I think that's how much time – it doesn't seem that long ago, but it kind of is as far as what's acceptable to say now in the media. That that isn't a big deal. It's not. But, I think but way too I many people feel like power care way too that much was, what, about 2014 that. or 15. 15. Yeah. I mean, to think that was a big deal even then, who cares? And, but, especially because it's true. Why wouldn't you want to target the guy that you traded up for? <laughs> right. Right. That used to be our whole thing. If you're going to trade Get up for this guy, just... Rex Ryan had my favorite... I mean, Rex Ryan was my favorite thing ever with him was... He would just be like, hey, Sammy. He used to introduce him to the quarterbacks. He would bring him into the quarterback room. Hey, guys, I want you to introduce yourself to uh, this is Sammy Watkins. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, just throw to him every play. Like, Rex had that same – like, Rex is like – Rex loves – Rex is – he's an awesome talent evaluator, I always thought. Like, he loves it. And that's his thing. He's, get the playmakers – get the playmakers the ball. Well, I, th- but anyway, there are a lot yeah. of factors there. The Sammy thing was that you took me back on Sammy. See, you can't bring names up just enough. I know. In good ways, though, but it, we take it to a. I mean, Greg Roman, he's drawn quite a bit of criticism from wide receivers and route oh, concepts. Their game this week fascinates me with Pittsburgh. That's a factor there as well. Uh, that Baltimore team is so strange. But my point being, yeah. let's champion honesty. Yeah, let's good, not yes. just like who crap cares? on it who cares? and right. shame people and send them to the cornfield. And then, like, it's two parts, right? Like, obviously, you get mad at people who are trying to cancel other people just for being honest. Like, who cares? But then you almost get just as mad when, like, somebody who's honest says something that they believe, then issues the apology or the backtrack. It's like or, you already. It's like just 
just stand stick with it. it. Stick, stick with, with it. it. That, that's the only way that it can oh, change. I, you just have to stick, stick with, with it. Stick with it. Who cares? That's what hundreds me, and thousands of people are tweeting at you. Who cares? It's I'm always spin it to gambling. So when you make your bet, sometimes what they have is it's called cash out opportunities. So if you're winning your bet in the third quarter of a football game on whatever, FanDuel, DraftKings, whatever you use, you'll see them give you, so if you bet 50 bucks on the game, they might give you a cash out option. Uh, so you win whatever, say you win 50. They might give you a cash out option of $35 in the third quarter. Like it's gross. Like just go with it. <laughs> you made the bet, go with it. You're that, in. You're in. You're in. You're in. Go with it. Hey, you made the statement. It's yeah, okay. I never apologize for anything, Jim. You have full license to smack me across the face. If you say something and backtrack? Yeah. It's just, it's just stand with what we say in this world. Because I would never, I mean, it doesn't even make sense to me. Detroit Lions. Okay, so. Interesting statistic with the, our Detroit Lions. I thought Jacksonville, when you whip a team in the NFL, it always opens my eyes a little bit because that doesn't usually happen. And Jacksonville's not a team you should be whipping on, and Detroit's really not a team that's whipping on anybody. They dominated that game. And I, the reason I, I paid attention to that game a lot because Jacksonville had chances early, kind of fell apart, and then it, you know, it just kind of steamrolled. What the score was a little worse than it was, but Detroit dominated. Um and then I do a deep dive a little more on Detroit, and I see that they're seventh ranked in first half point differential, which is a big stat that I always follow. Um, this is a good football team. They have bought into Dan Campbell. And Jared Goff, they are getting everything out of Jared Goff. Do I think he's good enough to win a Super Bowl with? No. Easy. Now, come back. Hold on. I'm giving them credit here. <laughs> I like where they're headed. Because as far as I don't know, I'm not talking about the future, but for the rest of this season, they're kind of this game this week against Minnesota. They're favored for a reason against Minnesota, you know, wink, wink in the gambling world. But we saw it with Dallas and uh, Minnesota that one week. We talked about that game. Yeah. Remember, Dallas was favored in Minnesota. Same kind of thing here. How is that possible? They just is don't favor them. Just, that's where you stop. And that's where you should never gamble. That's why it's so scary. Because. It doesn't seem right. Like I almost feel like the Vikings have no chance this week in Detroit, just based off the point spread. Now that doesn't mean the Vikings can't win. Trust me. I'm just saying it tells me that oh my gosh, this Detroit team. It's time to start paying attention to these guys a little. They're they're doing some good things. What impresses you most? Their their, their offense is lights out, and they're get they have playmakers. They believe in the running game. You did the story. <laughs> they yeah. do believe, and they, they have tough players. The defense is a was disastrous early it's back to mm, i can maybe i can give you a little bit but it's not there yet the defense but if golf does not turn the ball over which we can say so much about quarterbacks he's so limited in his playmaking ability on his own outside the pocket right. so he has to be right all the time um but man when he DeAndre is swift is healthy he's he's such a he's another guy we don't talk enough about he is so talented um receiving wise they're getting their draft pick back that can run Jameson Williams. Williams so you see what I'm saying there's some momentum there once again take a little bit back I threw a little money on them to possibly be an outside shot to make the playoffs it's a good value pick for a team that's hot that can score that's a recipe to sneak in at the end you never know how it shakes out 
I think that the only thing that would give me concern is we really haven't seen this team consistently finish games. I mean, that Buffalo game. Here you go. They played so well. Perfectly said. Yet they weren't able to finish. To be honest, Tyler. Game management is an issue. Clock management is an issue. Like you said, you don't have that quarterback who's just going to improvise and and give you that element late in the game when how many games are won with that element. This Um, is it. Everything else is, is, is pretty set for the most part. We can make it real quick. If they don't beat Minnesota this week, we do not need to talk about Detroit anymore for this season. I will stop. That's how important this game is for what I just talked they're about. Five and seven. They have, but they have game. to win this game yeah. to prove that they're everything I just said. That this is their game to win to put them on the map. All right, all right. You might have to filibuster a little bit more because I want to. Okay, I want to about stuff. their what they have remaining. Yeah, let's see. Okay, so I mean, you probably looked at it. No, I did. It's interesting because once again. This is what I believe in, with full, in the NFC especially. When there's not that dominant team, well, you know, anything's possible in the NFC. Look where is, they're they, ranked they, they in the conference. Look where they're ranked in the conference standings, too, then. Okay, go ahead. They could easily win out. So, it starts this week. In, this in, is the big one. Minnesota's big. Minnesota, we have them at home. Yep. The Jets. Tough, but winnable. On the, but they also just beat the Giants in yep. that same stadium. Certainly winnable. Then you've got the Panthers, the winnable. Bears, and the Packers. Winnable, winnable. All five are winnable in the NFL. Yeah. There you go. Go. So there's your run. Their conference standings, we can look. But anyway, they're. you see what I'm saying. That's a team that if they are hot, starts this week, they can go on that run. They have an ethos there that is just. I'm, that's why I'm excited. Like you, but that's what I mean, you kind of, we kind of. <laughs> I love it. We've I talked about it. Detroit as much yeah. as any team. It's funny how teams sneak into our podcast life, like, every it's year. It's hard work. I really genuinely believe that they have kind of cleansed I, the, the stench out of there, at least internally within everything that they had to do to, to build up a winner and get people to believe and get people to buy in. Jacksonville's defense. Jacksonville's defense is good this year. And they had zero. Jacksonville's offense was knocking on the door to come back last week. Jacksonville's defense could not stop that Detroit offense. They couldn't stop them. So well now you have two backs. I mean Jamal Williams is having a career year. He's really easily no. They're, look, there's there, there's some there's some things happening there. Yeah. Yep. I I, I like what they're now. They, they just oh, this is the hard part when I think about this now. They need to make the playoffs or else don't do the eight and eight or well eight and nine nine and eight. Don't get in. Now you got go, you know. It's, don't get into Somebody that. From the NFC South is uh, going to get out, unfortunately. Uh, that's I know with that. I know. Actually, it was well, fun ending though. It doesn't. It, it's all good. Oh, the game. Yeah. No, it's unbelievable how they do that. Dennis Allen, New Orleans. That hurts for me. We had some uh, go long on go long crime on the game winner. Rashad White catches the game winner. Demario Davis. David. I tell you what, though, Rashad White, sometimes you just you talk to a player and you just know this this guy has something special this to is him. Your, this is the scout I, in you. Some this kind is of the scout in you. Yep. It wasn't like I watched him at Arizona State. I don't didn't. need to. There, he, he just gets it. And where he comes from with the Juco background and living with the cockroaches and you know, growing up in Kansas City before that, I mean, I do just get shot to death right in front of him. It's been through a lot, but just beyond that, he just struck me as somebody who would bust his ass and do everything he needs to do to be in the right position, the right time, on the right play, or Tom Brady. What does Brady love doing? 
He loves working those option routes. That's why Chad Ochocinco never worked out there. Joey Galloway, some, I can, some great receivers didn't work out. Rashad White loves option routes, and that's what the game winner was. He got up to a point. He knew where to turn. Brady hit him in the nick of time. Best thing about that for White, he would never have been in that situation if Tom Brady never would have believed in him. They would never have done that if Brady didn't sign off on that. He believed on that player. I promise you on that. Breeze wouldn't even look to a guy in New Orleans if he didn't trust him to run the right route and catch the ball. And on that important of a play, Brady has a say on that. There's no way. So that tells you if Brady trusts that guy, his guy, his like he's heading that arrow up. James White with a little more juice. I like that. It's a it's a great comparison. Is there a team before we sign off that you want to touch on real quick that just kind of catches your eye late in the season that maybe we're not talking about enough, Jim? No, that Detroit was kind of my shot there yeah. as far as the, the under the radar team, maybe that that let's 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 see if they make the move. Would there be a team that would fall off a little? Maybe a better team that maybe I'm confused. Oh, okay. Here's, the Giants. What are the Giants going to do? I think they should. I think another Commanders. statement. It's Nobody time for Giants. Daniel Jones again. Daniel Jones at home this week against Philly. That, to be honest, catching Philly off this game after Tennessee, the way they dominated Tennessee, which is hard to do, that's a natural letdown. And even though it's a rival, it's a division game. It's still hard. You were you just I mean Tennessee's a good team. They destroyed them. Got the GM fired. Um <laughs> I did not see that coming. No, that's another story. But you know, the owners just seeing AJ Brown dominate. Interesting. Thinking. A lot of dynamics there because the GM hired that director of personnel and Brable and the GM, they were tight. There was some there's something else going on there that we don't know about. Interesting. Yeah. But anyway. I mean, are the Titans just yeah, no, a not threatened They, they never are to me until you get rid of that situation at quarterback. I hate yeah. to say it like that, but the AFC, do you see it every week? I, I keep it simple. With that was probably the stunning results of the weekend for me. The, see, seeing the Titans just, just destroyed. I agree. I agree with you. Just, I mean, for, they took Patrick that team Holmes never, and the Chiefs to team overtime. never gets destroyed. Like, they usually make usually. Both completed five passes, and they get to overtime against them. That's what I'm saying. You always have to fight just to somehow beat them. Jalen Hurts has to be in the MVP conversation. The, the Eagles, that's a signature win for them this year. They're, they're, they're pretty legit. They're legit right now. They are legit. Best team in the NFC? Yeah. Yeah, especially with that Garoppolo injury. Although I don't. The gap isn't crazy with Purdy. And I, I, if there's a perfect team to have a backup. You know what they're calling him out in San Francisco, right? His nickname? What? Big Cock Brock. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Let me tell you what he looks. On that note. Wait, can I real quick, though? Real uh, instant evaluation on Purdy, because I did watch Oh, it. yes. Give me some He's, Give me some Purdy. Get some Heineke in him. We'll leave it at that. That's not the end of the world for Sam Fran. Kittle was impressive, man. He there was some green delivered. There were some bad throws, and there were some throws like that. And that's a rookie seventh round pick. But there was some Heineke toughness, and there were some Heineke re, um, responses from the way the team was playing for them. The way the team likes Heineke in Washington, those players like Purdy. He looks good. They're not because he's tough. If any team can withstand an injury to a starting quarterback and they're, still they're built have that. They're dreams so good. of contending, so built for that. it's the 49ers. Great. All, right. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening, for watching. This is Go Along With Don and Modus, a fatty beer. We only had one beer apiece, so I guess it's a successful pod. You know, we're not down in two or three.
Some good ones. They're good. That's good. More stories to come. More beers to come. We'll catch you next time.